Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Zach. What do you guys do on September 21st? Whacking it? Wrong! <laughs> I don't know Zach's whacking it. I'm, I'm not whacking it. You're not whacking Zach? I'm not whacking Zach. Okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> There's no uh, Dutch rudders going on here. <laughs> Double Dude. Dutch rudders. Double Dutch rudders. See, it's not gay because like, either of you are holding each other's and it's not weird. <laughs> as long as you I'm holding my dick. You're holding your Double dick. Double <laughs> Dutch rudders and you're holding each other's. Hey, that's a rhyme. That's a new song. There we go. Double Dutch rudder holding each other's. <laughs> Oh, we my God. It. New song you'll be hearing at our 10-year anniversary show, guys. Can Woo! you can you believe that Stupid Flanders has been around for 10 years now? A fucking decade. I still can't believe it. 2006, this band started up with nobody that's in the current band besides Mr. Veg Crash McCoy. Yep, that's right. And, uh, old, man McCoy. old Man McCoy. <laughs> old Man River. Old Man McCoy old here. Old Man <laughs> River. <laughs> Guys, it's going to be a great show. Uh, it's going to be September 21st at Out of the Park Pizza. We actually did a podcast there. We did a live podcast. If Which I missed. You did. I think and I missed it. Zach wasn't there either. I was there. Veg was there. Yeah. Um, but if you guys come, I'll even show you the spot exactly where we podcast. We'll show Ooh. you where we talked about It's going to be roped off with velvet rope and everything. Exactly. I'll be very excited. It'll be the VIP section. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a lot of great bands there. Failed to Victory is going to be there. Some of our good friends, Not a Chance. Hooray for our side, half past two. Some fantastic bands. The show starts at 7.30. Uh, do come. This is our 10-year anniversary show. We are going to be pre uh, premiering new music as Ooh. well as maybe a new music video. Who knows? Oh, shit. Surprises all around the corner. There'll be raffles. There'll be fun stuff. You guys should come out. Again, that's at oh. Out of the Park Pizza in Anaheim. And me, Jeremy, I hate I'm a subscriber to the Loot Crate, and there's a couple of Loot Crate things that I don't personally like, but you might like it. I'm going to be giving them away at the show. That's right. You come, you might be able to get some free crap from our uh, singer, Jeremy. All right. As long as you can answer some fairly easy trivia questions. Yeah, fairly easy. Either that or, like, I don't know, I'll tell you to do something super what easy, like give name? me a high five or... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll play it by ear. We'll see we'll what happens. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll <laughs> fix it in post. All right, guys. Again, that's that's uh, September 21st. Do come out. Lots of fun. Stupid Flanders 10-year anniversary show. Be there or be stupid. This is fucking awesome. On Talking Stupid. Because Mishmash sounds negative. <laughs> Up on, the, on the stage. I mean, they're classic. I remember I was playing uh, the, the podcast and things here on Talking Stupid. Teddy Bridgewater. Getting hurt today, so bummed out. I mean, seriously, like the Vikings seriously must be cursed because seriously, if you look at this team right now, they got a stout defense, an amazing, arguably the best running back that ever yeah. lived. You got amazing wide receivers right now, an improved O line, and a great quarterback who's getting keeps just keeps getting better. And he gets the Chargers played amazingly, and then he goes down in a non-contact injury. He in threw practice. the ball practice. in practice, mind you. Not he even didn't even game. get hit. <laughs> he just helped throw the ball up down. And now he has a torn ACL, and he's out for the entire season. Forever. Yeah, but, I mean, like I said. It you can't have nice things. At least. <laughs> we can't have Super Bowls because Silly you're not Vikings. a real team. You can't have nice things. Because you're not a real team somehow, <laughs> even though you've been around for freaking forever. 50 years or whatever. Forever. forever. Wait, when did the Vikings start? The Vikings started in the 60s. I want to say 1967? Mm. No. Uh, yes. Yes, 1967, because I remember they went to the Super Bowl that year. Oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They went to the Super Bowl two years later uh, in 1970. And then they had a good so run in the 70s, and they haven't been to the Super Bowl since then. And I'm telling you, it's like basically the Babe Ruth curse reversed. Um, I think the Cleveland Bar uh, Cleveland Browns have something to say about they're, they're, that. No, 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 no. They're 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 a factory of sadness. That's what <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah. They are they are that comparable to a Division two high school team. That's about that's <laughs> Division two, not even top division. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're about as good as like a public school team, like yeah, that just started. I wonder, is there footage of uh, Bridgewater fucking I don't knee know. blowing out? I don't think I, I want to see it. I'm already bummed out <laughs> as it is. I'm pretty because sure. I mean. Well, I was over at actually I was over at your house when we were filming our uh, music video. By the way, we filmed the music video. We finished our music video. Yep. Huzzah! <laughs> Thanks to uh, Dustin and Amelia. Yeah, of Lucky Thirteen Photography. Thank you guys. Hopefully, we'll be able to see that at our tenth anniversary show. I think. Hopefully, that's, hopefully we'll I think see that's you the release at our date. tenth anniversary show. I'll be there. Will you? <laughs> Will I? <laughs> No, I'm, no I'm, 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 I'm Will. <laughs> I, I'm Will. No, you're Billiam. 
We, we billions bloopers. <laughs> billions <laughs> bloopers. That's yeah, going to so be our separate segment, uh, aside from the podcast. I don't. Uh, I don't have a billions bloopers for this week. Last week really? I had one. I don't um, have. I don't, I don't. There weren't. I didn't fuck anything up last week. Which well, was really impressive. We're pretty sure you're going to fuck up something. Okay, this week, I, so. I lied. I will say uh, when the first half of the podcast we were talking about No Man's Sky, and I said we had there was 19 quintillion planets. That's wrong. It's closer to 18 quintillion planets. Oh, oh no! But then I I stop the presses, everyone. He miss. It was said a, s- a number. It was a slow <laughs> week for billions loopers. I'm you're sorry. A <laughs> slow week for. Well, I mean that's a good up. thing, right? Yeah. No, it's good. All right. Uh, Alrighty, guys. Welcome to Talking Stupid. I'm William. I'm Zach. I'm Jeremy. Guys, we have some really unfortunate news, and it actually just hit last night. And I think I'm still processing it in a lot of ways, so it's it's still still internalizing it a little bit. But one of the greats, one of the the all time best comedians of all time, Gene Wilder, passed away at the age of 83. That's amazing. Yeah, that's I thought that is was, pretty sad. I thought he was going to live forever, to be honest with you. How old is he? 83? 83. 83. That's a good long life, though, man. It's a good long life, but it's I like think anything th- after 65 is a good life. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's different for him, though. I mean, for me personally, like Gene Wilder was iconic in my childhood. Like, dude, like I just I would always hang out. I was telling him like a few minutes ago. I always hang out like in my uh, at my uncle's house, and right. he like the f- one of the first movies I can just remember like watching was like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and it was just being remember remember being mesmerized despite being made in the seventies and all that stuff, right? Just being mesmerized by this movie and like his performance. And then one other time I was telling him about was like one night my uncle was babysitting us, and my sister didn't want to watch a scary movie, and he was telling us about Young Frankenstein. She was just like crying her eyes out because she did not want. To watch this movie she she wasn't old enough to understand that it was a comedy. Well, <laughs> she like we in, here's the thing we ended up watching it and she ended up loving it and that's like yeah. that's just most one of the most quotable movies from when I was a kid. Like I just remember saying it all the time when I was a kid. Like even before Family Guy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, man, dude, like I just thought he would live forever. I guess I know that's irrational, yeah. but you know what's I mean, funny is like I I know people are gonna fucking hate me for this, but I mean I didn't have that big of a c- connection. Really? To Gene Wilder, like when I was younger. Boo this when man. I got a little older, though, like I fucking love the movie uh, with him and Richard Pryor. See no evil, hear no yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. Fucking one of the funniest comedies I've ever seen. Yeah. And like, and the thing about Gene Wilder that made him so amazing is he played everything so straight. He wasn't about yeah. the joke. He was very much a serious actor. Yeah, he <laughs> knows how to deliver the line <laughs> exactly, and that's what he did so well in so many of his movies. Yeah, you look at. You look at Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. He was never really the the punchline guy. He was very much like he was the straight man. <laughs> exactly. He's gonna. He always played it in the world that he was. And then, but the, my favorite parts of him all of all time were always his hysterics. He always went from zero to a thousand right, in right. Just a, in just a minute. You know, and his his performances and his delivery of everything was just spot on. You look. I mean, you, I was before we came in. I was looking at his filmography and his TV like. And his TV career, and there are just so many movies on here that I just, I was just like, I forgot he did this. You know, he was in The Producers. That was one of his first big roles with Mel Brooks, with him and Zero Mostel, and that was such, that was such a beautiful comedy. I don't know if you guys have ever seen either version of The Producers. No, I have not. No, uh, it's a great movie. It's about these two, pro- like they're producers, and they want to make the biggest flop in the, the world. Fuck, they're producers. You don't Crazy. say producers, <laughs> and the movie's called The Producers. Oh, what God. a twist! <laughs> what? A, what? <laughs> there you go. There's your blooper, William. Found William. it. <laughs> Found it. Um, and so it's it's about these two guys, and they're they realize that they can actually make more money making a flop of a performance, right, right, than they could making an actual like hit Broadway play. And so they go and they try to find the worst script and the worst actors and and all these things. And in the new version with Nathan Lane and Ma- Matthew Broderick, that's the only one I know of. Yeah. And Even so then, I didn't watch it. <laughs> in that one, they do kind of they do a very big like 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 oh like we're gonna do this whole Nazi play and it's we're gonna have like a really really um really really like strong dominant like Nazi character. Will Ferrell plays like like the Nazi like sympathizer and he plays Hitler and he's trying to play it like all yeah, super yeah. serious. But in the old one, they had this guy, and his name literally was LSD. I don't remember what it stands for, but it was that was the name of the character was LSD, and he played it like a hippie man, like, "Oh man, we're gonna bomb the Br- Brits and stuff." And and that's the whole point of the, the thing is they think it's a satire on on Germany and on World War Two, and so everybody loves it and becomes this big hit. Right. And then they go to jail, and it's real. I, I for me, like 
his version of it's one of my one of my favorite um one of my favorite movies just in general but let alone like the as the producers not only like the Nathan Lane one Matthew Roderick's really good but I feel like this one really set the tone of like how you do that how you do a good comedy right you know yeah yeah um I mean, the only other thing that I could really say that I loved him in was um, fucking Blazing Saddles, dude. Yeah, yes. Right. It's iconic. I love how he was drunk and he's all like, go ahead, try to take this chess piece away. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, yeah, right. And then, you know, he does the thing where he's supposed to, like, cup his hands around it. Mm-hmm. And he opens he opens his hands. It's not there. And he's, like, holding it in his hand. Uh, he oh, he plays such a good role in that one, too. And that movie, like, I think him and Mel Brooks had a really good dynamic together. Yeah. Because you think about that, you think about Young Frankenstein, you think about um, the producers. Like, all three of those movies are comic gold. Not only, um, I feel like they're a really good director, uh, director, actor combinations. Uh, my girlfriend and I were actually talking about um, Christoph Waltz and Quentin Tarantino. How together they make a perfect, they make a perfect uh, duo because Quentin Tarantino knows how to write. And Christoph Waltz knows how to deliver the lines, and I felt like that was the same way with uh, with uh, Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks. Like yeah. Mel Brooks wrote the funny, and Gene Wilder knew how to deliver on it. Like one of my like two of my favorite scenes of all time are from Young Frankenstein. The one where he's talking to um, Marty Feldman or is Igor, yeah, yeah, and he's he's he brings the abnormal brain in, and he's Abby. like, oh, he's like Abby something. He's like That's Abby something. And just that whole delivery of Gene Wilder's like, you're telling me you brought me an abnormal brain, which I put into a seven foot wide, <laughs> 54 inch gorilla. And it's just it's just his his delivery on those. Is that like a are box? Fantastic. <laughs> are those the dimensions of a box? No, it's the dimensions of you the just, Frankenstein. But you know, you just said seven foot wide, 54 oh, inch. Sorry. Seven <laughs> foot tall. Billions, billions bloopers. bloopers. Inch wide. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut it in post. And then he starts like choking him out. And there was like the one, uh, there was the one scene where like he's like, no matter what I say, no matter how much I cry, no matter how much I beg, do not open, open this, this door. door. And then and uh, Igor's just like, all right. And then like he goes and he's like, for the love of God, open this door. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> that uh, for me, that's a very important uh, monologue for me. Um, that's a really important monologue for me. I actually used that in uh, junior year to get into my drama class. I literally used that specific monologue to, uh, and I passed. I made it in. You had to audition for your drama class? Yeah, it was an advanced drama What about class. your oh, improv okay. class? Uh, no, actually, I had to audition for that, and I got in. Oh, did you? And I was what there did you for use for that one? Uh, I don't know. Something. Oh, nothing? Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know this, but he had uh, Gene Wilder had Alzheimer's. I'm sorry. I didn't know that either, to be honest with you. Which I, I think, yeah, me neither. I think that's <laughs> one of those trip. things where. Well, they, they but it, I mean, it's like one of those things where like he kind of fell off the face of the earth for after a long time. I mean, like he fell off the face of the earth after like the 90s, I want to say, or something like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I always knew he was around, but like, I think after like you know. Um, I mean, I really think it probably, honestly, the decline kind of started after Gilda Radner died, his wife. Oh, right. She was also a comedian. She died of, like, I want to say, like, cancer or something like that, ovarian yeah. cancer. And he was, like, super, from what I read about it, he was, like, super bummed out about it. Oh, yeah. Really well, yeah, your fucking your wife dude, died. Like, but yeah, wife really sad. Well, not, not just that, but the fact that they were, like, super, like, best friends, like, like the clo- like closer than a husband and wife could be, supposedly, you know. And so, then soulmates. Basically. And oh, then, okay. like, she died, and, you know, and then I think around that time as well, Madeline Kahn, who was, he was also really, really good friends with, yeah, like, died, and it was just kind of like... Yeah. yeah, when you start losing people around you, it, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot, and it's, you know, it like, I mean, looking at his, I'm looking at his filmography right now, the last thing he did was in the late late to early 2000 early 2000s was he did a couple will and grace episodes and that was about it uh yeah and so i mean that's probably when he had alzheimer's then right i'm assuming yeah but he was able to like hold it together and like he, uh, he must have i mean it's also television so they really only shoot like half a page at a time so yeah. they, not to not to downplay his ability he was fantastic but like yeah you know it's it's, it's I mean, much easier to do that than to have to shoot full scenes a page and a half a day and like yeah you know, and I've heard a lot of like actors like that's why a lot like Sean Connery stopped acting. Yeah, I mean, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He had to start a hard time remembering all the lines and like remembering all these moments. Yeah, which so. is sad because they're like these are great actors yeah. and like you know just time gets to you and 
you just can't hold on to some of your abilities. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, and it, it's it's just the way of life, I guess. But yeah, I mean, we have we have some amazing moments from Gene Wilder. He will will be he really will be missed. I I uh, just looking over his filmography right now. I see no here no see no evil hear no evil, uh, nineteen eighty nine, uh, the Frisco Kid, the world's greatest lovers, uh, the adventures of Sherlock Holmes' smarter brother, which I really want to see. It sounds like a f- really f- good movie. I've not heard of it. Any. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Isn't he in, uh, like, Stir Crazy or something like that, too? Yeah, Stir Crazy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, Blazing Saddles. Haunted Honeymoon. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Pretty mm. serious. He was in Bonnie and Clyde. Didn't know that. Really? I've I never seen Bonnie either. and Clyde, though, so I I, I couldn't. He's uh, probably wait, like he was probably which in one? A, with yeah, Warren Beatty in, in a version 1967. Of it. W- yeah. He was in that? He was Eugene Gizzard. Yep. The fuck? Yeah. yeah. I have that movie, and I fucking don't remember him being in it. Oh, well. Ugh. But, um. Gilbert yeah. Radner died from ovarian cancer. That's not. Ugh. It's a bummer. Yeah. Dude, yeah, everything's a fucking bummer. I can, imagine, I can only imagine losing a spouse. That's that's your world, you know? That's That just shakes your very core sometimes, and I feel like I totally understand why he kind of stopped doing what he did just because that'll do it to you, you know? Yeah. It's like the first ten minutes of the movie up. Yeah. God, Ugh. dude. And that's a fucking kids movie. It gets lighter. It's hardcore. There's, yeah. You get Doug. But yeah, but I mean, that, Doug, that, that was like that was like that was the, like, that was the that was the like the most hardcore Disney's yeah. ever been. Ever. I that was like holy well, fuck. <laughs> Bambi? Bam I oh, yeah. listen, I didn't cry during Bambi, even when I was a kid and even when I watched it when I was older, dude. I I bawled my fucking eyes out with up. Yeah. Like, fucking I was yeah. just like I think their goal with up was like Let's just start off at the fucking rock bottom. That way, everything else seems super crazy happy. <laughs> so once you meet this old ornery man, you understand where he's coming from as compared to being like, "I'm a grumpy old man that changes in the end." Exactly. <laughs> it's like I wasn't always a grumpy man. <laughs> yeah, he was a happy man. It's like I used to like kids. I had a wife, and I was happy. Yeah. And then I named my house after her. It's <laughs> good. Yes. Um, I was hoping that was gonna go on for longer. Yeah. Well. What else you got for us? There's a couple other people that have passed away that should be of note. Absolutely. I think we should honor them now since we really haven't done a uh, a uh, memoriam podcast as of yet. Yeah. Because, I mean, fuck, it, it seems like half of last year and, like, coming into this year, there's been a lot of fucking, like, a celebrities. Lot. We've lost a lot dropping, of people. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, well, first off – it's related to Gene Wilder, but um, uh, David Huddleston died, and uh, he's most uh, famous for uh, playing the Big Lebowski in the movie The Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, that's right. He was also in Blazing Saddles. And he with was Gene in Blazing Blazing Saddles. He yes. was, oh, he was Jack Johnson. That guy. Oh, well, he was one of the Johnsons of the of the of town. the entire town. Yeah, of, of the Johnsons. entire town of Johnsons. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's another great scene from Blazing Saddles <laughs> where where the old uh, p- uh, prospector's like, and you're home, swabble, swabble, swabble. And then <laughs> he comes say? up and he's like, I like to, I'm glad that Gabby Johnson spoke in front of these children. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, he's, that was a hilarious scene. And he was amazing in Big Lebowski, too. Oh, the Big Lebowski, yeah, that, w- that was a great performance, dude. Like, just that whole scene when, uh, the dude comes in and like he first meets him and he's asking to replace his rug or whatever. He's like, "Yeah, man, I just need a rug." He's like, like really you know, it really the tied the room together. <laughs> he's like, "Did I miss a rate on your rug?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you know? Woo, did. Oh god, amazing! And then that that fucking tirade that he goes on like as fucking end. the dude like is like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here," you know. Just takes his rug. Yeah, and he just fucking like you lost. Him. The hippie yeah. movement lost. <laughs> Fuck, get a job. And, lost. Then, and then doesn't he end up telling like his butler or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah he said I could I could take anything I want in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just he takes, just takes a rug. Like the Big Lebowski's got to be like my number one favorite comedy of all time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like all the subtlety in it is just beautiful. I started drinking White Russians for a while there after watching that. So yeah, it was pretty <laughs> great. I was like, what is this drink that he speaks of all the time? And then I tried. I was like, dude, this is the shit. Yeah, I could see why a stoner would like that, like <laughs> would like a white Russian. It's a fucking adult chocolate milk. <laughs> That's true. Oh, it's so they're so good. Yeah, man, um, I want a white Russian right now. Actually, <laughs> you know that would be maybe after the dope. podcast we'll go get a. 
bottle of vodka and some cream. Kenny Baker, who? also known as R2-D2 yep. from he's the what? original he's, Star Wars He's the guy who played R2-D2 trilogy. for almost 30 years. He played him in the prequels yeah, and, the yeah. prequels. and the originals. He... He died, he died this week. Recently, a couple oh, months. Shit. Couple about months. A month, about a month ago. Was it a month ago? Yeah. Oh fuck! It was a month no, ago. Like, Sorry. All like the major characters in that, with the exception of him, him now, like still alive and shit like that, or I mean, almost yeah. Every yeah. like every except for like Obi Wan, obviously. Or Emperor like, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. But Wait, are, you got, ta- he, are we talking characters? Yeah, or I was gonna say yeah. He got thrown off the. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Darth Vader's dead. He's literally dead. But Edward James Olmos is still alive. Yeah. So is, is uh, James Earl Jones dead? No, I don't think no, so. No, James Earl Jones is still alive. Okay, isn't he doing the voice of Darth yeah. Vader in, in Rogue uh, One? Rogue One, yeah. I Better. don't know. I'm really trying. Hey, to fingers crossed, though, because that one would be the shit. Ridiculous. So, so that's yeah. that's the that's the one movie I'm really trying to keep under wraps. Like, I haven't watched a single trailer on it. I haven't watched any. Oh, like, I haven't wa- read any reviews really? on should. anything. You should. Well, I reviews. Really I want to just l- have that one. Just be let it a wash over you. Secret. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it's, it's like, set oh. in between like the third and fourth movie, and that's all I know. Yeah. So you're just gonna show up to the theater having none, no knowledge, no prior knowledge, and you're just gonna be like, so you're not gonna watch. Well, you're yeah. not gonna watch any trailers. That's no, no, no. Because I think I, I think you're running the risk of jizzing your pants in a public place. That's also very <laughs> true. Billions bloopers. But I really <laughs> Oops, I jizzed <laughs> my <laughs> pants. Billions. <laughs> Splugers. Oh, that's, uh, that's gonna get cut. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's gonna it's be not. in You're there. It. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I feel like after after Civil War for me, I, I really like. I feel like I put so much energy and time watching all the trailers and kind of like finding all the secrets. I was not disappointed because I love the movie, but I feel like you're spoiling the movie for I yourself. Spoil, yeah, exactly. So I'm really yeah. trying to like cut back on the trailer watching that I do. Like, yeah. I only saw the Wonder Woman trailer because I went and saw Ghostbusters. Right. And that's the only reason I've seen the Wonder Woman trailer. And then there's a couple other ones that I've only like seen. So, just because so you're one, so your one loophole in all this is if I'm in a theater and yeah, the if, fucking if previews are playing, and the previews playing, I won't, I won't like look away in horror and like right, think right. Of the children, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put on the blinders, bro. You gotta when you go to the you're like earmuffs, earmuffs, la 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 la. Yeah, it's uh, so I'm really, I'm really trying to. To ignore a lot of no. the, the new pop culture that's coming out, which is why I felt like I didn't have a lot to talk about the com- the uh, the Comic Con uh, episode we had because oh, I yeah. had s- I'm trying not to watch the trailers. You were like, "It's gonna be an episode all about trailers," which was totally cool, and I really appreciate <laughs> you coming in with that. But I was just like, "Oh, that's that's a thing. That's really cool." Well, I mean, you know, you had, you had your input here and there. Yeah, exactly. I'm a and I'm more a so than to begin with, EJ. So, yeah, <laughs> no, that he was in. Uh, no, he was in the last podcast, not oh. that one. No, oh, Steven. Steven. Was in Steven. That one. Yeah. Steven was a fucking, he was a rock. <laughs> he, uh, he was there. I, I he, felt uh, kind of bad. I just get looking at Steven. Let well, me the, other, the other half of that is we had, we had podcasted at like 2 in the morning on that one. It was super late oh, that's when right. we podcasted. Yeah. So I was getting tired to begin with, and I know Steven, who works like 30-hour days, like I can only imagine how like. Yeah. He had to be up like, in like an hour. I just want to go back and sleep. I totally <laughs> I get that. No, but um, going back to uh, Kenny Baker, um. Not only was he famous for uh, playing R two D two, he was also uh, Willow yes. in the movie Willow yep. oh, with uh, Val right. Kilmer. Yeah, you're right. My name's Willow Wofgood. <laughs> kind of want. I kind of want to watch Willow. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, in I haven't seen it in years. Like been ages. a hot minute. And like, I feel like nobody has talked about it in at Ever? least that long. No, Dude, Willow was great. Yeah, it was terrible, but it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can remember was Val Which Kilmer wearing some like black armor and no. being kind of a badass with a sword but then not really and then I remember there's some old like lady everybody <laughs> getting turned into pigs yeah yeah, yeah that's like mo- that's the most memorable scene from Willow and then there was beans or something like some sort of magic beans or something like that I, I, I don't know but yeah I remember watching it when I was a <laughs> kid I'm literally, I was like, oh, gonna, this is a pretty I'm good literally movie. gonna go try and find this movie on Hulu when I get home or something yeah <laughs> Find it on the internet. It's like you might be disappointed. Uh, Also, Kenny Baker was also one of the characters in Time Bandits, which is a great movie. It's a. uh, This is gonna be. This is gonna throw back to my my like old British knowledge, but uh, Monty Python. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, John Cleese and but uh, Karen, not Karen Gillan. Oh fuck! What's his name? I don't know. This is your Billions yeah. bloopers. Terry Gilliam. Sorry, I was oh, taking a yeah, second yeah, to get yeah. that. He directed the movie, and it's a fantastic movie about the bunch of bunch of like 
like kind of creepy looking guys, and he really worked well because he was, you know, he was only yeah. like three foot eight. He was super short. Yeah. And um, you see, like they find like this time map, and they're able to like jump through time and space, and uh. it's, really, it's a great movie. It's absolutely fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it, I do suggest it. It's a little bit older. It's it's from the late seventies, but it's a really good movie. And Zach's breaking equipment in the studio. Yes. <laughs> good job, Zach. Sorry about that. But um, yeah, he was also in Labyrinth. I forgot which fucking character he played, but I know he was oh, in with Labyrinth. Oh, uh, David Bowie? Yes. Yeah, with David Bowie. I actually Bowie. haven't seen that Bowie? movie, believe it or not. Shut Bowie the front Bowie. door. I know, I'm usually pretty up to date with pop <laughs> culture, but damn, I haven't seen that movie. Labyrinth? Like, Labyrinth is fantastic. I feel I'm like Labyrinth and fucking NeverEnding Story are like... Movies that like every millennial should have seen by I've now. I've seen. I saw Never Ending Story when I was like a kid. I don't remember anything about it except for it's got the thing, the white dragon dog. Falcor. Thing. Falcor. Is that his name? Yeah. And then there You're was a, a too heavy, there's an emo band named yeah. after the uh, the little kid. Go Atreyu. Down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I you're Atreyu, gonna hate you for right? this one. Was it, but yeah. I I haven't seen Never Ending Story. You I know. fucking assholes. I know. Hey, and also, <laughs> I will say, are we millennials? No. I know I am. I'm not. A, you're wait, not a millennial. You're not a millennial. I'm not you're a millennial. No. You no, are. No, no, not anybody after like 1996 okay. anyone, or something like that. born after 2000 is considered a millennial. Is that right? Yes. I thought they put the cutoff point at like 1997 or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, then it's 97. Yeah. But I don't there's fucking dates for when. Yes. No, seriously. Yeah, the legit is. I, I looked it up. X? So I looked it up. To I know. feel like Generation X grew up in the 80s. I, no, I was born generation in the early so that's generation, generation Y. Y. We're Generation Z. I guess so. I. We're, gen- we're Generation Z. You're Generation Y. And then yeah. there's Generation X, which is like the millennial. I prefer shit. to be Generation Why no. Not. <laughs> <laughs> generation eh? <laughs> eh. Yeah, we, I had to double check because I didn't want to know that I was I was grouped in with a bunch of pieces of shit. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, They're come on. They're not terrible. They're just <laughs> different. It's not bad. They're terrible. Which is funny because like every like previous generation is like, these other generations you are pieces heads. of shit. <laughs> My music is better than your music. <laughs> Oh, Kenny Baker, besides being uh, R2-D2 in Star Wars, also played an Ewok. He, oh, did he? Yeah. He was, uh, um, the Ewok's name Ewok. was Paplu. Oh. Paplu? Yeah, and he was the uh, the Ewok that stole the uh, Imperial speeder bike in Return nice. of the Jedi. Yeah. took off with it. That's awesome. Super yeah. cool. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, another Star Wars related thing that's kind of weird is: Did you know that Kenny Baker and uh, um, Anthony Daniels, the man who played C three PO, yeah, did not like each other? Really? They did not like that's each so other. That's so ironic. They feuded. Yeah, that's extremely. They're like the best of fucking robot friends in the movies, yeah. and then like but I guess they, in, they didn't like each other. You just in real see life? like yeah, off I guess C three PO is just flipping off R two D two like. Just He's like, like, go eat that, you fucking trash can. R2-D2, <laughs> I think you're a shithead. <laughs> but yeah, apparently scene. apparently they fucking like, hated each other. And um, I think in a, a documentary or something, uh, Kenny Baker revealed that uh, Anthony Daniels, according to him, was fucking just rude to him and like rude to everybody, including like fans of the movie and everything. Ugh. Like He was just an asshole, apparently. Still alive? Anthony Daniels? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Isn't he still playing C-3PO? Uh, sure. Uh, we'll get that fact-checked in a moment. Yeah, but, um, I'll uh, find out. Yeah. that's. I just found that really weird that fucking, you know. Two of the best friends in the Star Wars the, universe. Yeah, exactly. C-3PO and R2-D2 fucking in the real life irony, hated each other. Man. He is still alive. Okay. And looks like Brett Spiner, the guy who played Data. I don't know if that's just a thing. Like, you have to look <laughs> kind of like a robot. To it's like robot. after a certain age, you just turn into Data from Star Trek. Apparently so. <laughs> oh, man. So I have that to look forward to when I get older? Yes, you will look like, we'll all look like Data <laughs> from Star Trek. I mean, awesome. That's, that's the best kind of problem to have, I think, no? Uh, <laughs> have you seen Brett Spiner recently? Oh, no. He I was in the new, wasn't he in the new Independence, Independence Day? Day? You saw Independence Day, I right, did. Zach? Oh. Yep. Barf. Yeah, so, so you uh, saw Data. You saw Brett Spiner. Which character was he? He's, He's a scientist. crazy mad scientist guy. With he the long white not. hair? Yes, he is. That's, really? Yeah. That's, that's, Brett, that's Data. That's Brett Spiner. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, I was, <laughs> I was like, like, now I don't like Brett Spiner. <laughs> uh, I like the movie worse now. 
Um, I mean, if we're if we're going back a little bit farther to to big deaths, just because I just saw Star Trek Beyond. Um, oh, Anton Yelchin. Right? Anton Yelkin just died, and that was that was tragic because like yeah. it like nothing. It was just it was a fluke accident. Like you guys, yeah, like could have happened to anyone. Yeah, he had his he had his car parked up on the hill, and it was still in, it was still on. He was going to get his mail. And apparently the the jeeps that he's been driving have a recall on it that they've sometimes been slipping into neutral, and it just it slipped into neutral and it pinned him up against the uh, his um, mailbox and that was it. Did he die instantly or was it just like uh, he was just uh, chilling there for a couple hours and then he died? He couldn't have been chilling for a couple hours, but I mean, he was driving a jeep. Yeah, wait, how, Wrangler? Hi, how yes. high up this hill was the? See, jeep a, okay, a jeep Wrangler. I own a jeep Wrangler, which is fucking scary now. Like. I don't yeah. want to fucking go, go out and, and get my get mail. mail. That's what but, I say. like, the bumper of a Jeep Wrangler will come about to your crotch area. Yeah. So if he got pinned by it, was it against his garage or something? Yeah, it no, it was against his mailbox. Yeah. How fucking strong of a mailbox did he have? I don't know. But it been, maybe it's him. like a brick mailbox or something like oh, that. Oh, right, right, right. It's not like a stick. That would be really I'd have been like, what the fuck, dude? Like, Foul play. Somebody make a fucking spaceship out of that mailbox because it's the strongest material known to man. It's I mean, made out of Nokia like, phones. I, I have my, my <laughs> question when it came to that was like, how high up the hill was the Jeep? I mean, did he not hear it or something? And like, not on top of that, like... How? What angle? Like you know, what was the slant on this? This because man, that, that that thing must have been traveling super fucking fast and hard to like to kill. Yeah, but like that. like I said, like you know? the bumper is only like at about crotch height. That's not going to kill you instantly. If it was going at a certain velocity, the the force of it might have like just instantly yeah, killed him. Yeah, that's, that's true. Possible. I mean, like depends on how fast the fucking yeah. jeep was falling. Yeah. Damn, well, well, in uh, at the end of Star Trek Beyond, they because. Two major deaths that occurred in the Star Trek universe. Oh, really? First, Leonard Nimoy had died. Oh yeah, yeah, he had died a year or so ago. Yeah, yeah. And that one, and that one hurts. That one hurts a lot because I really, I love Leonard Nimoy. He's one of my, I feel like not only was one of my favorite characters in Star Trek, but like he plays one of my favorite villains of all time for one of my favorite video games of all time. He plays uh, Master Xehanort in the Kingdom Hearts series. And so, like, uh. when I when I found out that he died, I was like, who's gonna who's gonna finish the series like he was master he's like like the main bad guy in the series so yeah yeah apparently um um somebody else has taken over the role so like he was like he wasn't doing it anymore but i mean he was always that character plus uh um plus An- anton yelkin died so at the end of the f- at the end of the uh the movie not only did throughout all of star trek beyond did they do like they kind of worked in uh, Leonard Nimoy's death, like his death in the Star Trek universe was relevant to yeah the to plot explain line. why he's not going to be in any future movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they explained that like um, Spock had died, and like yeah. know, Zachary Quinto, Spock was kind of dealing with like his own death in a way. It was really, it was really yeah. Kinda... It was it was weird. Like, but like you can tell that like that was a really like moving line. Is like you know I heard that uh that Spock had died, and it was Spock saying a t- saying it about himself. Yeah. No, because they no, had finished. They had finished production. Like it, he only died like, like right two weeks before, before yeah. the movie came out. So they were done with filming. They were done with yeah. production. They have said in future Star Trek movies they're not gonna have uh, Chekhov's character is gonna die off. They're gonna kill him off. They're not gonna bring a new character, somebody in to, to play Chekhov. Well, yeah, oh I would, yeah, I would hope so in his honor. But like, I wonder how they're gonna do that though. Like, they get they got to do it in like a respectful like. I yeah. think they should. Absolutely, they'll they'll do it yeah. in a way that's that's going to be respectful I mean, to the character and to the uh, the the actor. There's got to be like a bunch of like fucking B roll shit that they shot, and Maybe. then like they'll just kind of finagle that into like a scene, and then he takes off in a shuttle or something, and then somebody will get a report in that you know that area had been bombed by something or whatever. <laughs> like Romulans came in. Yeah, Romulans know, were whatever, like fuck whatever. this place. Whatever Star Trek yeah. phenomena, um, but I think the <laughs> Tribbles got him. Oh, oh Jesus, <laughs> that would be a terrible way to go. Yeah, um, but th- at the very end of the movie, they they were like like you know in honor in memory of Leonard Nimoy, and that one real that one was kind of emotional. And then just at the very end, it was like for Anton. Yeah, and it, like I was I went and saw it by myself because I just wanted to go see a movie and I had some time between like practice and getting off of work and I didn't want to really leave and like I'm sitting in the movie there by myself like tearing up like as a grown man just like that was just such a sad moment yeah I think that's why 
grown men go to movies by themselves so they could see movies and just cry freely without any judgment. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm never going to see these people It's like again. it's a comedy or something like that. And you're yeah. crying your eyes My out. life's in shambles. <laughs> 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 like, we're watching Bridesmaids 2. I'm always a bridesmaid and never a bride. <laughs> My fiance left me. Oh God! <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really want to stay on the whole sad, depressing. Unless you have a. No. Okay. Not really. I mean, of course. Yeah, because this whole fucking conversation so far has been just bumming me out, slowly, man. It's slowly going. And we don't. We don't want to do that. We want to keep it upbeat and positive because, as much as we're gonna miss all these amazing actors and people, as well as David Bowie, of course, he died recently. And Prince. And Prince. God, we lost so many people this year, and it's not over. Yeah, musically, David, um, David Bowie, and Prince. That was fucking hard. Yeah, and we also lost Lemmy. And, yeah. And, and <coughs> Professor Snape, Alan Rickman. Oh yeah, did oh, he die late yeah. last year? Yeah. Did he? It was late late last year, or was it? Uh, it was. Some, I know it was a while last, ago. Last couple months though. Yeah. No, but, but even then, that's a that's you know I'll that's say another within one. Within this last year. Yeah. Yeah. Within yeah. this last. Dude, didn't he also play cycle. Metatron in uh, Dogma? Yes, he did. Yeah, he played an angel. Yeah. And uh, I know, I know, Kevin Smith has talked openly about him a couple times on the podcast. And yeah, yeah. And uh, as much as Kevin Smith's a crier, like, it, like he gets to me when he talks about like things that are really important to him. Like, yeah, just listening to the passion that he has yeah. for all these things that he talks about is like, you know, that touches you. Yeah, it's it's, it's sad and, and yeah. it hurts. It hurts like listening to somebody who knew him as well as he did. Like, yeah, have to yeah. talk about like losing a friend like that. It's really sad. Uh, what else you guys want to talk about? What else? What else is uh, going on that's been uh, been really cool so far? Oh, uh, you know what? I've been really. Uh, I know you guys have both watched it and stuff like that, but uh, Joe um, and I have been really watching uh, Rick and Morty a lot. Like obsessed oh. with Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, so Rick and Morty is you're the catching shit. up for the new third season, which oh, comes yeah. out. Well, I've already watched. I've already watched sometime all of them. soon. I've already watched all of them, but like I keep watching them over and, and just even the clips and like especially interdimensional cable, dude. Like that's the best. <laughs> yeah, you, I love that. Shit. Did you know? I I just found this out recently. Personal that space. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just called Two Brothers. She <laughs> 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 just starts laughing. Like literally, that's my favorite. That's why it's my favorite TV show. Is because like I know for a fact that. Most of that shit is like just ad libbed. Oh yeah, that whole intergalactic space episode, that intergalactic cable episode, it's all, it's literally all ad lib. They would just give them like suggestions for scenes, and that's why those scenes kind of run like, really awkwardly long. Yeah, yeah. is because like they're just kind of like ad libbing off each other. He's just like alien invasion tomato mo- monster g- gun to Mexican <laughs> oh, can you armada. The two brothers. It's two brothers. And they were just regular brothers, and <laughs> they're running uh. in a van from an asteroid, and all sorts of things. The movie. <laughs> just, just, he just starts laughing at the end. Was it was that the one where they were trying to explain, like, oh yeah, on this world, like, uh, they just say what the the movie title just says what the movie is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like now for another quick mystery. It's like, oh, who could have done this thing? I did. Here's the murder weapon. Here's my fingerprints. <laughs> take him to jail. <laughs> It's like, oh, who could have killed my mom? I did. Here's the murder weapon. Here's, here's, take, here's some handcuffs. You know, <laughs> take me to jail. I, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite ones from that episode yeah. specifically is uh, "Answer My Eyes, Johnson." Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I'm answering my eyes, Johnson, and, and <laughs> I can't see anything. It's all black. I got my eyes. <laughs> my glasses are crazy. I just I, love the whole. This, this microwave is for ninety nine dollars, and it says free above it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm in incredible pain right now, and I just th- that. That for me is great because like it ends and then like he like leaves the building, gets in his no, car. No, you're talking about real fake doors. That's that. Oh, was that yeah, the it's one? real fake oh, doors. Oh, you're right. Okay. He just leaves and he gets in his He's car. He's all driving he through goes like home. rush hour traffic. <laughs> like, this son of a bitch. He's like just talking to traffic and then he just gets home. And the, the commercial continues from that moment. Oh, yeah. that's great. Oh, I love that commercial for uh, eye holes. <laughs> I, 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 that's just it's funny because like, like all of them are just. I love how they just all stammer and they're just like, I, 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 I you I, got I, two <laughs> I, I, eye holes. I have eight <laughs> eye holes, and they just. I'm start, so like, glad you told me there. because I have six eye holes. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, then their like, eye holes just start kissing each other. It's so gross and uh, awkward. And then, the, and then the blue guy just drops in. And he's yeah, like, it's like, these are my eye holes. Or there are the strawberry smiggles. <laughs> it's like, oh, nobody's going to get them because they're all in my stomach. Mm, yes, oh, my stomach. Oh, my God. They start cutting oh, them open and taking Why would them you even want them? They're covered in my stomach acid. Oh, God. 
and that that show is almost too real at times. It like, really is. No, it that's really what I love about it. Like it's funny and things. random, but then they have these like fucking super, super emotional moments that well, are that, like that, real. Also, some shit. dark ass moments too. Like not just the emotional ones, but like the scene where like Summer's in the car and the car is like protecting her. Yeah, while yeah. Rick and Morty are in the the multiverse and stuff like that. And so like the car is like using emotional warfare against the cops, and he just and then he the car the car figures out that there's a cop who lost his son in a drowning accident. So he the 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 car drops like a little pod and his like son a little clone of, of his son. He's like daddy, and he's like and he starts <laughs> holding like, him, back. and oh then he just God. starts melting in his like, hands daddy. like all of you have oh, loved Jesus ones, Christ. and they could all be taken away. <laughs> I was like Jesus <laughs> Christ, put down, put down your guns. <laughs> and then like in the multiverse. It's just like, how does it feel to know your entire universe powers my headlights? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in they're in a multiverse, and then they go into another multiverse yeah. within another multiverse. And, they just, and then, they're like, the smartest guy in this multiverse just keeps creating multiverses. Like, Who is played by uh, Stephen, uh, Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but one of my favorite characters in Rick and Morty is Crumbopulous Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fucking bug-looking assassin. Oh yeah, he's like, like my favorite line of Morty. Get, just Hi, Morty. Smashed like by yeah. like Morty. Like. My favorite line from him was, "Oh boy, here I go killing again." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Morty. I work. For, I I buy guns from your grandpa. I'm yeah. a, I'm an assassin. I kill people for money. <laughs> I don't care who it is, men, women, children. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and he's like super upbeat, and he like, loves and his like job. He's nonchalant about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Um, um, one of my favorite moments from that episode is where they start playing, um, is it Phil? What's the name of the game that they play? Oh, yeah. Where, like, they, uh, they play somebody's life yeah. out. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just this heart-wrenching moment because, uh, Morty's playing it and he's just, like, he's, like, living his life and it gets cancer and he comes back. And then, like, Rick's like, let me show you how it's done. And everybody's, like, watching him. He's like, he's going off the grid. He's burning his yeah. fingerprints off. <laughs> this guy's going off the grid. He's burning his social security card. Oh, that's great. Okay, so since we're talking about Rick and Morty, and I feel like. You know what? I'm going to fucking stand up, too. Do it, man. It's like that scene from fucking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Great. Now we're all standing. Now we're all, like we're a all bunch standing around like a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> God, I cannot wait for that sequel. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm still so bummed that we're not going to see that uh, that trailer. Well, you don't fucking care because you're not going to fucking gonna watch, watch it anyway. Trailer, but I'll, f- I'll think about it. I'll yeah. think about Baby Groot and You'll how think about it at night is. when you're touching yourself. Oh, oh God. <laughs> In um, the theater. Oh, oh Guardians. <laughs> yes. Oh, Peter Quill, you, you do that. Oh, yeah. To the <laughs> Guardians. Gamora, the you g- are Thanos' the g- gal- daughter. Galaxy. Yeah, you find him. You kill him. I feel like that would be a great Lord. Rick and Morty like commercial or something like that. Just like, oh yeah, Peter Quill, you 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 do that to G- G- Gamora and, <laughs> and uh, is this just not yeah. a sick fantasy that you're trying to live out right now? I, like, don't, I don't know. I really like I, I I really like Rick and Morty. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so then I think there are a lot of great moments in the show. But what would you say is your favorite episode? The just the one that like if there was one Rick and Morty episode you were gonna show to somebody, yeah, like what would that episode be? Probably interdimensional cable for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, it's just so random and like, and ad libbed, and it's just that's what makes that makes that show so good. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I, but they're all with. Yeah, there's so many good episodes, but Mr. for Meeseeks. me, yeah, for me, it's a tie between. Uh, so yeah, my favorite uh, um, Rick and Morty episode <laughs> has to be a tie between the Mr. Meeseeks episode. Where like there's a box and like he's trying to to like to solve your problems, you just press this box and it fucking and spawns this the, character, and Mr. Meeseeks. Tell Mr. Meeseeks what and you he need goes, to get. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. And then Jerry's <laughs> just like trying to get him to shave two strokes yeah. off of his game, <laughs> and it's just an impossible game. task. So he keeps getting more Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah. Mr. Meeseeks no, keeps getting more Mr. Yeah, Meeseeks. Yeah, because they too. keep the, they keep cloning more Mr. Meeseeks to try to help them. Yeah. And then like, but one of, one of the greatest lines in Rick and Morty is in that episode. They're like. Existence causes me terrible pain. And I, <laughs> I feel like that's the, the point of how why that show is so good is because there are these little like random like, like moments of reality that they really make you think about stuff. That's why I think it's really Dan Harmon. I feel like if you were to go and be like, who is the really the nerdiest guy out there writing TV shows right now? As much as people want to say Chuck Lore and, and, and fucking how, and how much drugs has he done? Oh, <laughs> like my, God. oh my gosh. But, but uh, Dan Harmon is one of my favorite writers slash directors. He did Community. Uh. He's doing a new show on um, CISO, which is a third party independent company. That oh, yeah, he's, I heard like, about that. Yeah. He literally is like they do a D&D campaign and then they cartoon it out. 
and then they like premiere it and they show oh, really? it. So yeah, it's really cool. Oh, it's always something that I've wanted to do. I feel like that's such such an interesting way to go about it. I feel like a lot of people have done it, but that's all you have to do is you go and like you play a D and D campaign, right? And then you just take whatever storyline or whatever happens because people make crazy decisions in D and D. And uh, I'm getting into way too much of <laughs> But then you, I was like, then, I don't know anything and about then you D&D. Just go and then you can just literally just write a story. I mean, like it's great. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. And so the other episode that's a tie for me was um, I forgot what it was called, but it was uh, the one where um, they're not sure who's real yeah, in the family. Say Total Recall, I think. Is what yeah, it's called. yeah. We're like, and it's like, oh, oh, Mr. Pennsylvester. Like, yeah. There's like a there's like a parasite that'll like, like yeah. It'll it latches onto your memories. Yeah, it latches it onto like your memories, and then it forms another like another being, and you can't tell if it's real or not because it like you know it's, ing- it's ingrained into your memories. Yeah, for yeah. For like y- supposedly years. <laughs> And then they're trying to figure out who's real and who's not, but yeah, and like then there's just too everybody. much. Oh, yeah, Mr. there's so Mr. much going Mr. on Mr. in that Poopy episode. Butthole, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole. He becomes one of my favorite characters, uh, just because. Isn't he? Doesn't he, Mr. Steely, as well, or something like that, in Interdimensional Cable? He looks just like him. He probably does. I mean, I, that first season, second season, they kind of develop second season a little more, and mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I just saw a little bit of the third season, and they had a little bit of a of a uh, storyboard out. And apparently, uh, Rick gets turned into a pickle monster. What? He's doing something, and it was really funny. Um, but yes, yes, uh, I don't know about that, but I, I think he definitely is in the end of season two. He comes in, he like buys a pizza, and he's all talking to the guy, which is none of those ad lib moments where he's like, "Ooh wee!" Like I hope we be able to see what happens to Rick and blah blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Is that the end of season two? That's the end of season yeah. two. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna have to wait a year and a half." Sorry, guys. Which apparently it's gonna be less now. So yeah, Mr. that's good. I like that they they break the fourth wall a couple of times. All the time. Too, yeah. All the like time. there's so many episodes where at the end Rick is like, "Well, that's it for this episode." Wubble dub dub dub. Yeah, we did <laughs> it. Season <laughs> one. Yeah. Lick my balls. That's my new. That's my new catchphrase. I'm gonna do it. My favorite episode is definitely the 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 brain. S- the the brain slug. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But oh. the other one is oh, yeah, yeah. is I really like is the one where the dogs become sentient. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mister Snuffle or Snuffles and stuff like yeah. that. My name is Snowball. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my slave name. <laughs> <laughs> and then like jo- Joe, uh, Joe was telling me that like towards the end of that, where like uh, Morty is like dying of like cancer or something like that, you know, yeah. on a bed, and then Snuffles is just like there by his side, and then they're just like. We're gonna invest all of our tech, you know, all of my money into into fixing him, and then like his accountant's like, "That's not very wise, sir. We could do what the humans do." And then Joe <laughs> like cracks. I swear to God, he cracks up every time. He's just like, "We're not them. <laughs> We're such not them." And I think that's why the show's so good is they 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 do these serious moments. They do these like really oh, serious yeah, moments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but they're funny though too. So you're 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 like introspective about it, but then it's like. It's not a whole like oh deep like oh I'm really depressed about this moment like in the episode oh, where um, yeah, Unity. one of the yeah Unity, the most the fucking dark, depressing fucking ending I was like Jesus dude like he almost shift in tone. like Rick almost fucking kills himself because he's so sad over um, oh, yeah. his relationship like with this alien him. yeah like this alien that basically so the the alien he goes to a different planet. She's a she's a symbiote. Yeah, she's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. So, so she's like if you've take, she takes over a whole planet yeah, like full she, of beings. Yeah, she's basically like the thing essentially. If you've ever yeah, seen yeah. that movie, and then like they develop some sort of sort weird of relationship. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the, the it's more of like a hive mind. That, that's that's exactly. It's what more it of is, a, hive a hive mind. mind. Yeah, the thing yeah. was more of a shapeshifter than anything else. Yeah. From uh, you're seventeen, you're talking about John Carpenter's thing, yeah, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that one a little bit. <laughs> not the swamp thing. <laughs> not the swamp thing. Not the creature from the Black Lagoon. Just the thing. <laughs> the thing. Yeah. yeah. And not from the Adams family. <laughs> so many things in this world. That detached hand. You're a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I wish we had a whole podcast to talk about Rick and Morty. I wish. Well, we should. Yeah, we, we should. should. Totally we do. really like when, should. When, when, season, when season three comes out. We should absolutely spend a, like at least half a podcast talking about Rick and Morty. It's the fucking great. It really is the best show yeah. out there. I'm yeah. being serious. Like I oh, mean it. We still haven't talked at length about Stranger Things. That's got to be oh. easily my favorite let's do that. show. Let's do the next podcast. Yes, then. we'll definitely. Oh, uh, that gives me time to watch Stranger Things. Good. You dick I, I, <laughs> I saw a portion of the first episode, and I was busy, and I wasn't you, really watching. So I have Randy McDicknose. That <laughs> <laughs> was one of the guys in, oh, we're going to watch a guy battle car. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the car just wins. It's like ooh, and, and the car wins again. He's like, <laughs> he's like I just, and the car win every time. 
He laughing. just gets shredded by the tires. <laughs> he just he just starts laughing. I just love how they just start laughing during yeah. this this commercial. guy gets ran especially, over by a car. Especially in the the two brothers part, where it's just like he's just like, oh, it's two brothers, and and they're battling an asteroid, and then and like <laughs> towards the end, he's just like he's like, it's two brothers. It's just called two brothers. Just <laughs> <laughs> starts laughing. Dude. Oh, oh Jesus, such a good show. And yeah. it's and they bring such good voice actors on to play everybody and. Yeah, yeah. everybody Isn't does such uh, a good job with their parts. Uh, David Cross is in there. Yes. Meeting David Cross. He plays the, a- the M. Night Shyamalan's or something like that. He's in that episode. Oh, yeah. He plays the, yeah, yeah. The ones where the, the, the ones yeah. where they're trying to get the uh, ionized crystal thing for faster it's light travel. Yeah, from it's a world. Inside oh, yeah, yeah. Inside <laughs> the Inception <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes because, like, he, like, tells him, he's like, oh, all right, one part water, one part crystal, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the whole ship explodes. He's like, Rick Morty's like, or Rex like, checkmate. He's all bum 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 na 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 na. Well, yeah, no, like, wasn't Jerry's just like, oh my god, like he saw something explode or something yeah. like that. Like, and he's like, and Rick's just like, why don't you tell that to the smartest people on earth and in, or in, the, in the universe, and they just explode after that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, because because uh, that's right, because he's saying that the the um, what's his name? What's his dad's name? Jerry. Jerry. Thank yeah. you. Because Jerry's all like, well, I guess you're not smarter than everybody, Rick. And he's like, oh, am I? And then the whole shit explodes. Boom. <laughs> Why'd you that tell that to the world's, sm- the universe's smartest people? One of the greatest endings of a Rick and Morty episode. Uh, unfortunately, that is a little time we have for this week. We did talk about a lot. Again, uh, hearts out to the, the friends and family of Gene Wilder, of course, of everybody else who's died in the last year, which has been so many people, uh, as well as watch Rick and Morty. Such a great show. So funny. Uh, it's all on Hulu, so I would suggest getting Hulu just because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but watch it all on Hulu. It's really good. Hulu, sponsor us. Please, sponsor us, Hulu. Pray for a quick recovery for Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> no, I'm being serious, actually. Like, he's a good well, guy. yeah. He's a good guy. He's, he's very, what about he's Tony good. Romo? That he's dude broke his back. <laughs> Tony Romo's a piece of shit, dude. It's like he it's got... He's a piece of shit. No, Tony Romo got injured, and he's like, oh, I'm hurt. It shouldn't be that bad. A couple days later, hey, your back's broken. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- like Teddy. Teddy is like the mo- one of the most humble quarterbacks. Like I think, but he has like the worst luck when it comes to like an opening season, yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> Last year he fucking got knocked out cold like, on the yeah, field. Yeah, was like that. W- he didn't have control over that. Was a fucking Rams player being dirty. Yeah, but dude. that's what I'm saying. Like he has bad fucking luck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, oh, sports. Yeah, right. Anyhow. All right, guys. And again, uh, don't forget to check us out on, on all the social media, like I always say, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, do subscribe to us on iTunes. We are there. Uh, the more subscriptions we get, the more funny podcasts we can make for you guys. And we really appreciate your sponsorship. Again, thank you for listening. And we'll see you again on another episode of Talking Stupid. Bye, guys. Wubble love, Deb Gub, my friends. <laughs>